Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's a beautiful Tuesday. Not so much. It's raining like a motherfucker out there. Well, out here, we outside. Um, our normal spot closed down due to the weather. We're not going to hold it against them, but my first drink definitely was not free. It's Tuesday, September 14th. I'm happy to be here. We're so close to the prodigal son's return from the land of, never mind, uh, plateaus and state parks and shit, you know? And bikes. And bikes. With shirts with ties. Short sleeve button-ups and ties. Make sure you got yeah, your. You gotta get out of here. Make sure you got your helmet on when you riding your bike, though, because that's that's against, right, baby. that's against the religion. And you I have think. your brochures. We got a good. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We got a good lineup today, tonight. I'm excited. First, I gotta I gotta say one thing though. Ryan Jensen, I don't fucking know you, bro. Don't be calling my phone like that on Saturday night, talking all that shit, bro. Come drink with me on a Monday or Tuesday, then we go talk. Anybody can drink on Saturday. It takes a fucking man to drink on a Monday or Tuesday and go to work the next day. I hope you hear this on your run tomorrow. Don't pass out. Look, try and run more than a mile and a half, okay? Anyway. <laughs> how about... Carl, let, let, me, let me add something to that. Whenever I got the phone call, remember, I'm in Mountain Standard Time right now, so obviously I was an hour behind, so it was a little bit earlier for me. When I got that call, number one, I couldn't distinguish between Ryan and Tyler. They sound so much fucking alike. Exactly alike. I didn't. I didn't know who was like cursing at me, right? Like it was. It was one or the other. <laughs> it was absolutely hilarious. But Carl, I gotta say, man, just I gotta be totally honest with you right now. Whenever I heard you did not answer the phone, <laughs> I couldn't, couldn't believe it, bro. I'm like, for all the people to be at bed at. At 10 11 p.m., Carl Anderson was 99 to sleep. Can I? T- I gotta go over this with you again. All right, you please do. Please I'll go do. over to this. I worked very hard on Friday, okay? I played around the golf at 8 a.m. And I was drunk by probably 8:45. Okay, I played another. I played another round of golf at 12:50. Okay, I was still drunk at that point. And then I went to dinner that night and drank some more margaritas and shots. And then I went to a friend's house and we stayed there till 1:30. So I probably stayed up, you know, 21 hours, 18 of which I was drunk. Yeah, I didn't do fucking shit on Saturday. All right, and and that's why. Alright, at least I got an excuse. I wasn't being no baby back bitch. I was just, you know, I was fucking hungover. Alright, hey. I don't even know what y'all talking about. I think, I think y'all making this up. I think it's all... I've done told you this story four times already. No, I, I, no, no. no. I, I believe what you're saying. Okay. And I fully support that because I'm the world's biggest bitch when it comes to being hungover. But I don't know what y'all talking about, about phone calls, nothing like that. I think it's all made up. You know, Trump won the Trump won the election. You know the whole deal. I, th- I think this whole oh thing. I think this whole really thing. It's one big conspiracy theory. You know, that, that's I was being sarcastic. I don't know who the fuck would have the audacity to call somebody at ten or thirty, fifty at night. Not me, bro. I wouldn't do that shit. Stop showing <laughs> stuff on on the thing that no one can see. Remember, this is just a, a audio. Oh, okay, okay. Oh wait, look, okay. he called you. Wait, time out. Time out. Yeah, Before we had a conversation. Go. No, no, he called you at nine fifty eight. Yeah, he's. I answered. I answered that first. No, that. Oh, ten. Yeah, right. he, he's he's uh, in. My bad. He's in. You bad. know what time? He's in. Yep. Stop it. Stop. Utah. Stop. stop. Utah standard time. Carl Malone time. <laughs> yeah. So look. Okay. So 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 full background. I I I know I know this was second on the agenda. That's okay. 
So that's a shit show already. My wife, my brother, my sister-in-law. We went to the the Nichols game. And uh, yeah, I try. I said Nichols game. Wait, wait, is it the Nichols game or the UL game? Nichols game. And um, who, got, who got the dub? You're you're right. You know they got to feel really good about themselves after being top 25 to start the year, and they had to hold on by a nipple to beat Nichols. But anyway, no, um, they scored 14 points in the last five minutes. I mean, big, that was trash time. Okay, and, and I'm, I'm glad you said that because I'm gonna bring up a point about Go the ahead. guy that a lot of people want to be LSU's next coach, being their coach and handling those. Moments. He was all about it last week. Hold on, hold on. We're gonna talk about it. Hold oh on. my god. So, so um, we we went to go eat whatever. Drank alcohol because you know we're adults, and um, <laughs> are, are we? <laughs> we? Well, not really, but we went ahead and tailgated, had a good time, whatever. Went to the game, left at halftime. Apparently, we had a little bit too much alcohol. Not you, and uh, and you know what? You know what, Carl? You know what? I did okay, and I was not. I, I did not have the most in the car for sure. Um, did the Uber right? But yeah, we had an Uber. Because, you know, we would never, ever, well, I, I didn't drive for sure, so I, I would never do that because um, I'm terrified. But, um, so, there was a few phone calls that, that, that took place, um, and Mr. Joshua got one that lasted a while that I really don't remember much about. Um, I didn't say much, I don't think, and then uh, Mr. Carl got a very long voicemail that, well, actually, we talked to him, I think. Wait, time out. Can I tell you? That when you called me at 9.45 or whatever sure. it was, sure. I told you, I'm laying in bed, I'm about to go to sleep. I actually remember that, yeah. So I don't understand why a very short hour later, you can't comprehend that I was actually asleep. Like, I wasn't bullshitting you. But, but, I told you I was going to bed. But I think and then it, you acted all flabbergasted that, oh my God, this motherfucker actually went to sleep. So I actually think you should never tell someone that that's intoxicated when they call you. Because that's going to make them call you and leave you a voicemail. Voicemails are a lot more fun than actually talking to somebody. If you really think about it when you're intoxicated. So, if you think about the voicemail that was left. Especially coming from somebody you don't even fucking know. Ryan <laughs> Ryan talked for like 99.9% of the voicemail. I, didn't, I heard you say two words, I think. Right. So, it was actually funnier because he left the voicemail. And I, I believe it was his idea because he was dead set on us doing some sort of like pod in the car. I told y'all to do it, like... No, that, that, I'm glad it didn't happen. It didn't need to happen, because that would have been, like, Houston that we never published. And oh, that was, that's a shit show. Right, but that's okay. Right. We can save that for memories and, like... Save it know. for memories. Baby. Well, there's a lot of memories now, but, I mean, Carl got... Ryan absolutely hammered Carl, and I think that when, when you know, we, we really need to look forward to the day that Ryan could come on the pod. I'm not real sure what's going to happen now, because his plan was when they were at fall break... Um, to come on, but with everything that's going on with them right now, I mean, they're still not in school. They still have no date when they're going to be in school. So I would imagine fall break's not going to happen. He actually was going to come today because my niece Emily was supposed to have a game at LCA. Well, then school got canceled today. So I'm not real sure when he's going to get on, but his plan is definitely to get on at some point. But I think we probably ought to table, you know, the most most of that conversation from when he comes back. Um, but it, it was, you know, it was a good time. And, you know, I was just joking around about the whole the way UL had the end of the game thing. That shit could happen to anybody, especially in a game like that. Let's face it, it was a, what, a three-score game, and the game was over. Everybody knew it was over. Nichols kind of made shit interesting. Um, it really wasn't a good football game. I, I'll be honest, though, I expect a lot of UL this season so far. It's only I been did. two games I in. Because they have a lot returning, and we're not going to get a lot into them right now. We'll save that for later. But – 
I was I was disappointed. Um, good crowd, very good crowd. Weather was fantastic. Um, UL issued an apology today for how pathetic the concession stand lines were. Um, dude, it was really bad. Like LSU concessions are like the biggest shit show in America. This was worse. Um, I wouldn't know. I sit in the stadium club. Uh, of course, because you're rich and famous. <laughs> not but, me, not me. But it was, uh, I mean, LSU, I, I say LSU, but LSU was pretty quickly. Dude, this was not moving, and it was like a lack of workers in the concession stand. Um, to, to the point where I just got out of line a couple times. It was it was bad. Um, but, you know, good day, great day, great weather. Um, the better team won, regardless of how I really feel about it. Uh, but I'll still pull for the Colonels every day. Uh, no doubt. I mean, You'd think with with everything that they were going through, pretty much living in Memphis for two weeks, you know what I yeah. mean, prior to the game and going to North Louisiana a couple of days before. and you Day know, before. Day before. You expect UL to come out and do a lot more than what they did. Now, granted, again, the two scores that made it close, five minutes and 33 seconds, I think, were the two scores, you know. So, yeah. granted, they kick an onside kick. Could they make it? Yeah, sure, but... It would have been a whole lot more interesting if that had recovered. But yeah. There ain't no doubt. But, you know, you expect UL to come out and, and close a lot better than what they did, especially how they were ranked coming into the season. They didn't look great at Texas. Didn't necessarily look all that great this week either. And you feel worse about them after Arkansas dominating Texas mm-hmm. this week. But, I, but I'll say this. UL plays um, Ohio Thursday. Ohio's not bad, I don't think. I, I, I look for you all to play better. I look for, I, hopefully the conditions improve, but I will say they like the ground and pound. So, you know, it's as it's continuing to rain around us, you would think that only favors them. But anyway, I know we got a lot of Saints talk to get to. We got to do. How good was that fucking game? My boy Crab Legs, the only. Are you ready to issue an apology to Crab Legs? Not yet. I don't blame you. It's probably a little early for not apology. Not yet. I, I'm not sold yet. I understand. Right? I understand. I'm not sold. Just like the crab legs weren't sold to them, they were given. Oh you know god. what I'm saying? Oh my god. They weren't stolen. Wait, wait, what? Carl, what did you say? Oh my god. Can you please repeat that, please? I said I'm not sold on crab legs. Just like the crab legs weren't sold to him, they were given. They weren't stolen. Publix gave him the crab legs. They did give them to him. Alright. Just getting that out. out Only because he plays at Florida State. <laughs> I was just get out there. Florida State, by the way, got embarrassed. We'll talk. <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. Look, I and thought... And it was an offensive lineman proposed after the game on the field. I don't know if you saw that. The Florida State guy? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It was already planned. Yeah. Good, good for that guy. He'll probably get more gifts because of that, though, because Barstool, all of them put it out there. Scrap that, right? Like, just save it to next week. I don't know, man. Anyway, good. I was impressed with his decision-making and his game management. You know what I mean? He threw... He is the only fucking quarterback in the Super Bowl era to throw five touchdowns and have less than 150 yards passing. And the motherfucker had a 55-yard touchdown pass. 55-yard, one play, 55-yard touchdown pass, and he still didn't eclipse 150 yards. How? Like, watching that game, I didn't know, I didn't see that. I would have never guessed that. Still impressed with him. Impressed with my boy, undrafted free agent. TJJ, you know what I'm saying? That number one rated running back pro football focus of the week week one. And he makes the least possible money that you can make in the NFL. 
like six hundred and sixty thousand dollars. Insane. I'm impressed. I think this shows that Peyton has taken his coaching to a different level. And it's kind of something we were talking about earlier. I'll kind of get back into that. Is that I think now that Breeze is gone, Peyton can't rely on a Breeze-type player, a, a secondary coach, if you will, to kind of run his game plan. It's now on Sean Peyton 100%. Winston's not a Hall of Fame quarterback. Not yet. Maybe not ever. But... It's up to Sean Payton to come up with a game plan and implement it across the board. I think all the players aren't playing for somebody else anymore like they were for Drew to try and do the best for Drew or get him his last one or whatever it is. They're playing for themselves. And that's fine because they're trying to get that next contract or they're trying to get an all-star bid or they're trying to get anything, whatever it is. But they're getting it to the point where everybody's playing for themselves and that makes it that much better you know what i mean another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for the season, especially with the way that they came out. Now, look, can you go and say that Aaron Rodgers wasn't the most prepared? You absolutely fucking can. He didn't take place in, uh, take part in any of the offseason workouts. He didn't play a single snap in preseason because he wanted out. And it looks like it. But their offensive line looked like shit. Our defense looked great. The coverage was great. Even our receivers looked pretty damn good. You know what I mean? I mean, you can't come out in a more dominant fashion and not be excited about the rest of the season. I'm pumped. There's one game. There's 16 more. Black and gold to the Super Bowl, bro. That's that's where I'm at right now. You know what I mean? JB, go ahead, bro, because you you had some really like enthusiastic um, texts in the in the thing, whatever. And by the way, I was streaming the game, so like you were sending shit. I, th- oh, I think you were too, but you were sending shit before it ever happened. Like, let's go, and I'm like, what the oh, fuck just no. happened? It happened to me all day. <laughs> so sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you're fine, man. So look, I'm I'm pumped. I'm excited. I'm a Saints fan through and through. So obviously. I, I didn't. I was almost like concerned about being too excited about how the game was going. I felt like something was just going to go horribly wrong because it was going so well. Carl, I, I love your optimism. Um, I love that, like you know, crab legs. We're not. We're not there yet, right? We're not ready to give him an apology as of yet. And here, here's my. I'm going to be a little bit more pessimistic, right? Which I, which I normally, I guess in. This is, this is odd. Uh, wait. Yeah, I know. I'm very concerned. Can I, can I film this? Because, like, <laughs> this dude is never I don't, I, don't have, I don't have the right. I don't have the right type of beer with me. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I can't wait to hear this. So, I think things went too well. So, Carl, I love your point of, like, Sean has to, you know, Coach Payton has to come up with the game plan. He doesn't have Drew to rely upon, right? So, he has to think about every single thing. Uh, every All the players have to kind of come together to create the team atmosphere because we don't have that true leader that Drew was. But I think went, things went too well. I think a combination of, of Aaron Rodgers just not being in it. I mean, 
mean, he looked like shit, number one. No, no offense to him, but he just didn't look good, right? I think he's too busy, like, trying to remember his lines for Jeopardy or something like that. No, but bro, I would he was, say he's on the, he's he on was, the same trail you on, bro. What's that? Chasing tail, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what? That, dude, do I look that shitty? I don't have hair. His hair look, looks too long, so... Right. Uh, let, let me let me sum up let me sum up my long story long here. I think that we don't know what Jameis is about or Crab Legs is about when he's put under pressure. I think at the beginning of the game I was so damn excited, but then as we got a lead, right, like a ten point lead, a twenty point lead, like as they scored, like he became more relaxed and he's going to throw a fifty five yard bomb, right? Because he has that ability to do it. My my thought process and my pessimism is going to come into play. Whenever it's a tight ball game at 7, 7, 14, 14, whatever it is, will he be able to come through in the pressure time? I, I just don't have a ton of confidence in it. Am I excited? Am I so excited that our defense played legit? Um, the D-line, O-line fucking took care of business? Hell yeah. That's the, but still, I think I think the question is still out. That's, the crab legs the that's the biggest thing of all of it. Regardless of how Winston played or any of the running backs or – wide receivers or DBs, both sides of the line looked phenomenal. You know what I mean? Now, we had some injuries. You had McCoy. Looks like he's got a calf strain. He'll be out for a couple weeks. You got uh, It's Dabby. a bad injury. It, Not a terrible injury, but it's a bad injury. Bro, how about Throck Morton? I don't even know who the fuck that I'll, dude I was going to get to him in a second. Throck Morton played like a fucking G, bro. Undrafted. The Saints are great at the undrafted. I, I, I want to address the whole that, the whole undrafted thing in a minute. But the the O line looked great, even with the injury to McCoy. Davenport with another injury had a pec strain, a couple weeks. He looked great, but we know he's injury prone. Look, we're still waiting for Anyamata to come back. Okay, I think he's got a six week suspension. So that's going to be crazy. You got Lattimore who broke a small bone in his thumb or something, he's going to fucking played play. through it. Yeah, he played through it. Yes. But probably Damn. probably because he secured the bag before the game, so he was like, fuck it, I'm going to ride with it. $100 million, 60-something guaranteed, whatever. He's like, fuck that, I don't need a thumb. You know what I mean? So I'm excited about the line play on both sides, even when the line, both sides, weren't at full strength. Uh, if, I mean, if you look at the Saints in general, you look at the draft the last however many years, what have they been drafting? Linemen. And people get so just, why the hell did we take McCoy? Why the hell did we take Cesar Ruiz the next year after we just took McCoy? It's because of reasons like this. There's so many injuries in the NFL. The Saints, I don't care what anyone says, has the best offensive line in the NFL. And people want to talk about the Cowboys? Bullshit. The Saints' offensive line is the best offensive line in the league. You know about Throckmorton, who, who was on Harry Potter at some point in his life. <laughs> like, he came in and the Saints didn't miss a beat. Guy wasn't even drafted, right? Wasn't drafted. Think, no, he came out of Oregon or Notre Dame. Something. Or? I mean, it, like, they just find these guys, and it's it's incredible. And I'll get more to that in a second. But the Saints pushed the Packers around. You know, uh, Jeff Duncan had a great article. Talked about didn't matter if it was Jacksonville, Antarctica, New Orleans, Green Bay, wherever. The Saints were just better. With that being said, it's week one. So I got a feeling the Saints may see these guys again down the line. Um, it's You know, you look at the big picture, I'm a little concerned because, like, last year we beat the shit out of Tampa. At, in Tampa, and it was I think it was 38-3. I'm, I could be wrong. 
But it was something like that, and he came back to bite us. And I'm not saying that's what's going to happen. Yeah, but we beat them twice that year, and then we were expected to beat them a third time. And we were still better than them. We still were. But but you, oh, you that look, fucking baby hands fucking fumble, Jared Cook, that fucking baby hands motherfucker. Well, I don't even want to get on him because I'm I'm gonna start taking shots and I don't even shoot stuff. Right. But but you look at you you look at the Saints. That's a really good roster, and all you heard in the offseason was it's a it's not a deep roster. Shit, that team that that team stepped up big time. You look, the defensive line. I mean, we talk about undrafted free agents. Malcolm Roach from last year, guy from Louisiana, went to Madison Prep. Chose Texas, uh, goes there, doesn't get drafted. Still can't figure out how they got to get drafted. He's been a freaking stud for the Saints, and he's been really good up there. And like you said, Anyamata, I know we talked about that yesterday. Anyamata is the Saints. I mean, we're not talking about Cam Jordan because Cam Jordan's probably maybe the best player in the Saints team. But Anyamata's probably the best defensive lineman they got, especially interior guy. And think, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. The, the biggest question was not on the lines. It was at the skill positions. So at the wide receiver positions, especially with Michael Thomas out, the cornerback positions were going to be thin. You know what I mean? They well, not said, anymore, though. No, not anymore. They traded for Roby out of – And we hadn't even gotten to that no, yet. I was going to talk about that, yeah. He was suspended. But I think the depth was not aimed at these line positions. It was always at the skill positions. You had Alvin Kamara and who else? Somebody stepped up, Tony Jones Jr. You know what I mean? They you really have, liked him last year. I do. I like him now. I like him. But but if you that's if you, my boy. Yeah, I know, I know. And you've been on him from the very beginning. I'll give you that. And, and you you look at you look at him with the with the defensive line. I mean, they rolled guys in. They, remember, they got rid of Malcolm Brown. They they let him go, and they they obviously like they have said Hendrickson sh- Hendrickson too. Yeah, and they had to. They had to. Hendrickson wanted to go get his bang. He you was know? he was a sack specialist. Like he was yeah. a rush the passer specialist. And it made a lot of sense for both sides, you no know. And, and the Saints did the best thing for them. You know, we talked about Davenport. He had a great game until he got hurt. But I'll say this. If he can't stay healthy, he's gone. The Saints are not going to re-sign him. He's too injury-prone. I will tell you, I'm a little concerned. Peyton Turner, he was hurt early in camp. Um, he was a healthy scratch this week. But it was because he only practiced for a week and he said he needed to get his legs under him. I still, I, I'm still not sold on that draft pick. We'll see, though, because the Saints, over over time, over the last how many years, have been really good with draft picks. So we'll see. But... The undrafted guys is what's amazing. From Callaway to um, it just Malcolm Roach, it just you know whatever, whoever Harry Potter guy on the offensive line, just Rockmore. yeah, guy after guy. I'm gonna tell you who really impressed the shit out of me, and you were singing his praises about re-signing him, and I had a lot of questions. Quan Alexander, because hit the quad. His job or his his thing is. Covering in space, tackling in space. That's what he does. Well, I, and he tore his Achilles, and that's one of the hardest injuries to come back from. From for a guy who can run, and when, when you look at it, he was flying all over the place on Sunday. It was really good to see. But I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you something. I, I, I was maybe my favorite part of the whole game was um, was was Lattimore playing through injury, and I know he knew he had his bag before the game. But I think it helped that he knew the Saints have some help coming next week. The Robley, Robley, whatever the hell his name is. Roby. Uh, coming in next week. Um, that helped because he probably knew his thumb was in a really bad place. And he's probably going to be out a week or so or a couple weeks. He doesn't look, have to be. Look, but, but they're saying week to week. And look, my deal is if he just had surgery, let's let him sit this week. I'm not saying we want to lose this game. Let's let him sit. Let's let him get himself right. He'll be back. How about a Debo? 
He led. How about a Debo? Do you realize he he was? Uh, I think it was one or it was twelve targets at him. I think yesterday or Sunday, whatever. One completion, and he had a pick. Can I tell you, the biggest hire that the Saints have made was Jeff Ireland. Ever, I was going to get to ever, that. Okay, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm no, sorry no, to no, say no. you thunder. No, no, no. But ever since that hire was made, these undrafted free agents that we've been able to sign, these lesser round picks that we've been able outside of Marcus Colson, because that was like catching lightning in a bottle, right? But Was it, though? I, when you look at it now, was it? Yeah, kind of. Out of Hofstra. Who's good? You know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying... Turn Armstead, Alcorn State, Alabama State, whatever. In the grand scheme of things, in terms of how often they happen, they're right. happening a hell of a lot often, more often now with the hire of Jeff Ireland mm-hmm. than before. You know what I mean? We might hit here, there, in between, whatever. But it seems like every year, undrafted guys are coming in playing a hell of a lot of ball, and, and performing pretty well. You know what I mean? Yeah. But Quan was always a flat guy. He always covered the flats better than anybody. And I, now I know who the fuck he is because he wears five now. You know what I mean? Yeah, he looks weird in five. But, uh, I, I mean, mean, any linebacker does. You know what I mean? It just, you were in with the Achilles. I mean, I, I felt really good about it. I, I will say I'm, I'm a little concerned. Um, McCoy's injury concerns me. McC- you know, I, and I don't know their, you know, the pro football ratings, whatever. Man, McCoy's good, and he's he's a really good center. Ruiz played seamless, but you still don't have your guys up there, you know, every play. Because let's face it, Andrews Pete's getting hurt shortly. He's he's probably my least favorite guy on the on the I line. would I would say Armstead's gonna get hurt before Armstead's Pete coming does. up. And look, and so it's so important that the Saints get these undrafted guys because they often they give these big contracts. Like Ramchek got a big contract, Armstead. Yeah, you but look I, at Michael I, Thomas, you look at Lattimore. So I'm gonna tell you, I'm telling y'all now, it's coming. Marcus Williams got to get paid after this. It's year. coming, and he's really good, man. He's getting better and better and better. And what's gonna end up having to happen is somebody like Armstead is gonna have to be traded. Um, he's a really good player, but you just can't you can't afford both of those guys like that. Um, and he's getting older. I mean, Ramchek's the better of the two anyway. Uh, I, I think the Saints would prefer to trade Andrews Pete, but nobody wants that. Never mind. Nobody wants that guy um, because he, he's always hurt. And you know, Kamara's got a good contract. Whatever. The, the, the Saints are set up to run the ball first. And you know, I saw something yesterday. Jameis was always in the wrong system in Tampa. Anyway, and at Florida State, they were not bombs away. They were play action. That's Jimbo wants to run the ball first. And so I, I went to a talk Jimbo gave one time, and he, he, he was showing some – his whole talk was based on play action and crossing routes. What did the Saints run? Play action and crossing routes. It was, it, it was to me, was Sean Payton's best called game of his career that I've seen. I think it was the Saints' best regular season win. I would put it up there with the uh, New England game. And either, I think it was 2009 maybe, um, whenever they made Tom Brady go to the bench. Um I'm more enthused with the defense because I thought that the the speed and the physicality was just off the fucking charts. And I don't even use the F word a lot. It was off the charts. It looked like a different team. And I, I'm the, the biggest thing you said that I agree with, I felt like it, one of y'all said it was too good to be true. The whole time I kept watching, I'm like, okay, we can't get three. And we did. We got seven. Okay, we can't get three. And we got seven, and I'm like, what the hell is going on right now? Like, how how about how about Juwan Johnson moving 
practice squad wide receiver to tight end. I think he had three catches, two of them were touchdowns. Two of them were touchdowns. And he made some great grabs. One of them was to the like the corner of the end zone that James threw, throw. A, threw a terrible throw. James had a couple bad throws. He did. Juwan made a good throw on a throw that Jameis had to make. His yeah. first touchdown yeah. reception, it was high. He had to get yeah, up Yeah, great. Get it. Yeah, good ball. But the second one, he was wide the fuck open in the corner of the end zone. That's the hardest ball to throw, though. And and it turned Juwan around, and he had to jump up to, to receive it. I was impressed, man. Troutman had a bad game. Troutman, yeah, it wasn't, but, it wasn't good. I, st- I, I am still a Troutman fan, and the Saints are huge Troutman fans, and – He's gonna be okay. Like I think people think they're like they were thin at tight end. They have been very quiet about Juwan Johnson because I think they've been huge fans. I am a huge Troutman fan. I think he's gonna be perfectly fine. This week's gonna be interesting though. How the hell do you handle the injuries? You handle everyone telling you how wonderful you are. Carolina's a, just a really strange dynamic. I don't think they're very good. But how do you? McCaffrey's a freak. Your boy, Quan Alexander, is a huge guy in this game. And you need to look for some of those guys who got to play late in the game, Vaughn and some of those guys coming off the bench. Because they, they Quan Alexander is going to need some help coming off the bench in this game. I think that they're, they're going to be fine. Um, you know, it's not like they don't know. It's not like the team still doesn't know that the you city – well, listen, the city and the state is not in a good spot, right? They're still they're still recovering from the hurricane. They're still playing for that purpose. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was part of it. You know what I mean? Saints I mean, had a COVID issue today. You saw I'm sure you saw that. With the assistant coaches. Michael yeah. Thomas is on the COVID list. Who cares? He can't play. He can't play anyway. You know what I mean? If they're going to serve – Lattimore, any kind of suspension for his shit in Ohio. That's not happening. If they do, now's a great time to implement it because he can't, you know, he goes sit out for a week or two. Yeah, I don't anyway. know, man. He might play, but I hope he doesn't. I, I really do. Give I him a break. You know what I mean? Because Roby's coming off a suspension. I agree. Let you him know play. what I mean? Let Just him play. Interchangeable. Let, Let him go. Let Debo play. I'm with you 100%. Let him go. And I heard something Bobby and him were talking about after the game on Sunday. And Bobby's drunk after the games most of the time. But he, <laughs> he talk about Bobby he could, he could come on our podcast and fit right in. Dude, bro. he might. He might. Oh, yeah. But, you know, he you know he made a good point. Like, like we, not, we went from no depth to depth at DB. Like, that quickly at, at corner. No depth to depth. And one trade, you know, I, th- I think it was a third round and like a future. Bro, if you go, if you go give me a, a, a legit number two, I mean, on most teams, he's a number one. If you go give me that, I mean, he may not be as good as Jackrabbit was, but he's, he's, he's younger. You, you go give me that for a third round pick and a future, whatever it is going to be, sign me up. Bro, how about, how about Houston? The Texans in a fucking fire sale still beat the Jaguars. <laughs> By the way, Urban Myers gonna be the coach at USC next year. So, and, and, and I know we'll have a, a LSU coaching special after LSU loses to Mississippi State in two weeks. But um, it's gonna be interesting, boys and girls. I saw a thing today, Benami at uh, with with the, with the Chiefs. He's considered to be a candidate at USC because he secretly told people that that's the one college job he'd be very interested in. But that's another discussion for another day. I don't want to get too much into college. I, I mean, I know South California, but, you know. Oh, nah, man. Nah. 
USC, that's, that's a good job, man. California has, like, player for player, about as good as it comes. You can win huge there. The, the problem they're having right now is Crystal Ball at Oregon is getting those good players because Helton was god-awful at USC. And look, by the way, that's a name that, I, I, that we never mentioned. Now the shoe comes open, that would make sense. And by the way, in, in case anybody was wondering, who hired Jimbo Fisher at Texas A&M? Who was AD? Woodward. Do y'all know what Jimbo Fisher's buyout is right now? Probably stupid money. Zero dollars. Zero. He signed a contract extension last year. Zero dollars. I don't want Jimbo. Neither do I, but I'm just telling you. I don't want Jimbo. Neither do I, but but I'm just trying to give accurate information. No, I hear you, but fuck Jimbo. Like, I mean, we could do worse. I mean, we did, but I mean, Ed's my boy, but. Next yeah, time. Yeah, let's let's move on. JB. Car's gotta go cook some crawfish. How <laughs> I, I will pretty soon actually. How'd you how'd your first week of fantasy football go? You, you know guys, I'm, I'm You got I'm the pretty, you got the dub. Oh, I got the W baby. See? So it it's was a, a, it's a it foolproof scary. Foolproof strategy. Go ahead, sorry. It's a foolproof strategy. <laughs> Knock it out. You know, it wasn't wasn't bad. So, so really quick, um, I'll, I'll tell you guys my lineup. I, I played Tom Brady. Um, you know, our, my running backs were just the the, the, the the shit, right? We got Hill, you know, Brown. Uh, let's see, Higby at tight end. Evans, which was kind of of a of a letdown just in general. He didn't do much at, uh, for the for the game. Uh, DK Metcalf, and then I had Baltimore's defense, which fucking stunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Went into it, but but right? I think they had a couple turnovers, didn't they? They did, but I think uh, let's see, they, they allowed over you know anywhere from 450 yeah. to 499 yeah. yards. Yeah, so that's, you know they, they allowed 20 you know anywhere from 28 to 34 points. Yeah, but they had uh, what like three sacks. They had one interception. So you know we, we I, they they didn't cost me too much considering the game went in overtime and things like that. It is alarming for you, though, right? Because they played the Raiders, who were not great on offense. It it was, I would say, at the beginning of the game, I was, like, pretty pumped. I was like, oh, man, Ravens are just going to run away with this. But I think as the game continued to go on, it was like, I don't know about this. Here's the the thing. The the worst pick that I I thought I made, Melvin Gordon III, 21.3 points. And he was on my bench. Hey, right? do you realize the Ravens so, play the Chiefs next week? That's not good. <laughs> I, think, I think I may have to pick up a different defense. <laughs> you might want to. Maybe so. I may have to drop some. That's on so. Sunday Night Football next week. <gasps> We're doing the pod next. Oh, never mind, never mind, never mind. Wait, yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. Simmer down, simmer down. My bad. <laughs> The, so the, the overall theme, right? I, I got the W. It was one twelve point four versus ninety four point nine. So uh, your boy had uh, what's your boy's name? Uh, Darren Waller, Whaler. Yeah, yeah, Waller, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So obviously he, he he went off. So you know he he got it a lot closer. But here's a reoccurring theme. I got the W. But the reoccurring theme is going to be what? Where where are my running backs? Right. So I got the wide receivers. I just got to play the right one. But where are my running backs? So uh, I think that's going to be a continue continual uh, issue that I that I come into uh, contact with, and uh, we'll see, man. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, 
it, I, I think Baltimore's defense really let you down. I think it's a pretty solid defense. I mean, if you look at – I was just looking. They play um, Kansas City next week, which is a, obviously a tough matchup. Dude, like after that, they have some pretty favorable matchups. I, hold on, I'm looking real quick. They play um, – Shit, dude, they play the Lions, the Broncos. That's the, the, neither one of them are great. Yeah, the Colts are great. Tyler, can, can I interrupt really quick? What is Carl doing bringing two drinks of peace? He's, what, what is happening? Oh, no, no, what water. One of them is water. Is it two? Oh, it's a water, okay. One's a, one's a water. Yeah. Okay, I was about to say, damn, son. Carl got hard in the paint. No, 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 no. No, I'm saving that for Sunday when you come home, bruh. And so, let's go. so I, I feel like we ought to break that real quick. JB, you want to break that? Yeah, let's do it. Sunday, we're going to start doing the pod on Sunday, ladies and gents. So, we want everybody to show up. Come hang out with us. I will be back in town. So excited to see you. I'm coming home. I'm coming home. The prodigal son returns. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of tears. Bro, are you Bro, even... Are you even gonna be able to deal with the humidity once you get back? Like, no, like my lips are so fucking chapped right now, it's ridiculous. So I'm actually looking forward to the humidity, man. It's bad. It's, it's probably bad, it's man. probably because you you lick your lips so much, you know, when you when you holler. <laughs> anyway, hey, so so go ahead, and go back to the announcement. I'm sorry. All right, we're announcing that come hang with us this Sunday. What's the date this Sunday? It's the 19th. It is the 19th, September 19th. We're going to be meeting up around 4.30 p.m. at Corner Bar Youngsville. Uh, Coral, what is Corner Bar Youngsville known for? The one beer sponsor of Drunk on a Bucket. <laughs> Shout out Bear Gidget. Yes. We're trying to get it up to two beers. That's all. <laughs> two beers, then so three, and then unlimited tab, you know? Hey, let me just right. Let me put it out there into the, the wide world web, world wide web, whatever the fuck you call it. You know, what I got to do to get an unlimited tab? That's what I want to know, Barrett. Like, so next time I see you, just let me know what I, what I got to do. How many people we got to bring each week to achieve that? You know, we got goals. Hey, Carl, this, this is a real question. What if we got to do the hot wing challenge every Sunday? It's not good like for anybody's asses. Like I'd, I'd fucking do it. Oh, what? Oh, yeah. You would do it? Hell, yeah. Hey, Bro, I don't know, so, so here's the deal, though. So with it being on Sunday, people can get, like, our immediate reaction to Saints games, to NFL games, and to what I was freaking out about earlier, you got Baltimore and Kansas City on Sunday Night Football this week. I'm not exactly sure who the 325 game is, but I, I would imagine that it's going to be a pretty good game. You probably, know? probably fucking Dallas. <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> 325 game on five. Yes, it is. <laughs> the Dallas and the Chargers. See, hey, Dallas Matt, and the Chargers on CBS. Tell me, Matt Stafford didn't look good in his Chargers debut. Ooh, ooh. Rams. Rams. I'm sorry. God damn it. I mixed them. Too they many, scored 27 points. Too many fucking Los Angeles teams, bro. I'm fucking twisted. 27 points. I'm, I'm, I'm not as all in on them as, as most people. Now, Matthew Stafford, I think that, that's what I wanted the Saints quarterback to be. No, um, I didn't want him, but he, I, look, he looks okay. Why, why not? Why not? Because I don't like him. Why? Because I just don't like his face. He played a. I get it. 
He played for a really bad franchise, dude. He played for a bad franchise. I just don't like his face, bro. Like, you know, I'm like an old school baseball scout. You know, he don't do it for me. You know what I mean? The look. He's got the body. He's got the body type. Yeah, but if you if you look at if you look at the uh, like golf, dude, golf went from being in L.A. to Detroit. How how upsetting for him, like. That's a bad football team. Now, I will say, they made a monumental comeback. I don't know if you paid attention to that game. That game uh, was a blowout, dude. Bro, did you see the coach get on Akuda's ass, bro? Yeah. You, did you see him after, though, and when he, he hugged tore, him? Well, and then he tore his Achilles. Yeah. I felt bad for him. Like, But the inner coach in me was like, there's, all there's anybody a, talks about is like him getting in his ass. But not the hug after. Yeah, no. But there's a there's a time and a place for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not saying that that wasn't it. Because it definitely, I mean, look, I wasn't there. I like it. I like it. You know what I mean? Because especially at that level where that guy that he's chewing, hit the coach that's chewing his ass makes probably a tenth of what the player that he's chewing the ass of, I like it. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Because the hierarchy isn't isn't defined by the payroll. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and professional coaches don't make as much money as people think. Fuck College no. coaches make way more money. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. So, that coach makes a tenth of what that player makes, and he's still up there chewing his ass. You know what I mean? And look, Akuda, props to him, because how many high play? I mean, I know he's still probably on his rookie contract, but how many players could have been like, man, fuck you. You know what he I mean? He still could have. He still could have. You know what I mean? But he didn't, and he took it, and he, he it's unfortunate because he won't have another game yeah. to come back and, and prove, you know, whatever it was that they were arguing about. Dude, I that's hate Achilles a, injuries more than anything. ACLs are bad, but Achilles injuries to me, like... We'll see how Clay Thompson comes back, bro. Yeah, he's been, he's been around, like, two straight years. On a different note, JB. Wait, I'm, wait. Yes, sir. You got the dub, right? I'm sorry, I, I had oh, to yeah, yeah. to... Hold on, but I want to hear so, about your Carvana experience. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's, no doubt. No it's, doubt. It's, you want me to say that now or you're going? It's Carvana. C-A-R-V-A-N-A. Do what you, you got to do, man. Did you get it out the vending machine? You put your coin in and it took the, <laughs> the car down that you wanted? I did, I did not I did not do the vending machine. What you, uh, you get? Option. You got a Mercedes G-Wagon or what? <laughs> okay, hold on. How bougie do you really think I am, Carl? That's I think you're pretty fucking bougie, bro, and I love you for okay. it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> bro, but what was I driving before, though? Uh, Honda Civic. Come on. How bougie is your boy if he drives? What color was the Honda Civic? It was bright-ass red. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm calling myself out by asking, asking you those questions, man. How bougie can I really be? If I drove a hot, like this was red hot, you know those that candy we used to eat way back in the day, red hot, a fucking red hot Honda Civic, bro. Hey. And I drove, I drove that bitch like it was, you know, I drove it to the ground. But the story is, I drove up to Utah. I knew I was going to be spending a month here. I knew I was going to be getting rid of the Civic and getting something different. But it, this is a lot of like logistics you kind of have to, you know, figure out. So drove up, uh, I wanted to drive around in the Civic so I didn't have to pay a bunch of money for a rental car. Um, ended up listing the Civic, sold it super quick because there's like a used, used car sort, sort, uh, shortage, excuse me, which I was not aware of, supply and demand there. 
And uh, so I was like, oh crap, I sold my vehicle and I'm about to come back. So I need to buy something. And man, if you if you bought a, a newer used vehicle before, you know how it is going to the dealership, man. It is a hassle. It's a pain in the ass. So you got pla uh, places like CarMax coming up. You got places like Carvana. Carl, I kid you not, man. I did everything through the freaking app. So I still, to this day, I think I bought the vehicle, and I'm using like bunny ear quotation marks here. I bought the vehicle like uh, on Sunday, right? Which is, I don't know, the 12th. I bought the vehicle on the 12th. It's gonna be delivered to my house on the 21st, right? Literally delivered. I think I paid like 500 bucks. It's getting delivered from Houston. There's vehicle depending on the vehicle if it's uh, if it's close it, there's no delivery fee but i think i paid 500 bucks um it was seamless man they okay. had so many vehicles that were there um i got you know i got funded through carvana it was a couple touches of, a, of the buttons that i did um i filled out the contract through uh docusign if you guys know what that is um and all I got to do, they're going to roll up on the 21st. They're going to drop it off at 930. I got to show my proof of insurance, which shout out to my boy, Scott Vietor, who's my insurance agent. He's not a he's not a sponsor yet, but maybe we can convince him soon. Um, Hell yeah. He wrote, wrote, updated my policy like it's nothing, got my proof of insurance. And dude, on the 21st at 930, I'm going to have, it's not a brand new, but it's a used forerunner, and I'm excited about it. So I'm okay. going from Honda Civic to, uh, it's going to be a dark gray forerunner, man. I like it, bro. I like it. It's gonna be a hoe wagon. I'm just. <laughs> can you please give me the definition, please? <laughs> All right. So <laughs> it, it probably has. Let's see. At least six or seven seats, right? Yep, something like that. All right. So every time it leaves your driveway, it's gonna have at least three hoes in it. <laughs> That's the definition of a hoe wagon. Damn. <laughs> No man, I'm Okay, good. just I'm, I'm, just I'm, two. Just just two. Alright. Just two. You being you being modest right now, okay? <laughs> I like it. I try, and I, I, and I, I appreciate try, it. But... I got nothing. I got nothing to add to this. <laughs> Look, I just appreciate you guys lifting me up, man. Look, I I, I love y'all so much. Y'all lift we me up. Y'all think we feel good about myself. Bro, I can't wait <laughs> until you hear in the flesh so that like Bro, it's been too long. Cuddle, Carl might at, Carl might actually cuddle onto you when you're like, uh, I might fucking. Oh, let's do it. I might cry when you come back. Like, don't don't be upset when I lick your ear. Dude, I'm in it. I'm in it to win it. Let's I, go. I knew you would be in that, bro. Just wash, <laughs> just, just wash your ears before you come, please. I ain't trying to lick no dirty yeah. ears, bro. And don't have any chiropractic to show up. Yeah. Man, that bitch went to no chiropractic school, bro. She would break your back, not in a good way. Physical therapy school, bro. Physical therapy Whatever school. Whatever it was, bro. She was slinging illegal margaritas in downtown Houston, bro. Like with milk crates and milk and milk jugs. Yeah, milk jugs. What a shit show. What a shit show. Every every place I go, it seems like that's the case. You know what I mean? But <laughs> next Sunday at Corner Bar at 4:30 is going down. I can't wait, bro. I'm so excited. I feel like JB's going to back out on us. I just feel like it's going to happen. What? What are you talking about? I'm, I'm just being sarcastic, JB. I was joking. Oh, I'm about to say, come on. Look, you know. That dude's going to show Brent, up at 2.30. He's going to be drunk by the time we get there. Bro, I'm going to be excited. He's got excited. six beers. Oh, yeah. 
Hey, the whole night's on JB, by the way. Dude, I'm buying beers for both of y'all all night. Hey, you've been you've been getting paid 24 hours around the clock while you're there, right? I mean, you you're away from home. Okay, you know what on. I mean? Hold on. Let, let me let me correct something real quick, well, you, oh, you, you, you hit a you hit a soft spot. <laughs> Look, I, you know I own a business. You know, I have a business partner. And we own this business together, right? And and look, I had the 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 blessing of being able to travel for what I do, right? But man, that doesn't that doesn't mean that I get paid a shitload, bro. We got we got to pay other people before we get paid. So just just always keep that in mind. Just because someone's a small business owner doesn't mean they got a bunch of money. Small business, small business. We are a small, we have 28 in, uh, team members. I was about to say 28 gyms. I was like, God damn, bro. Look, you fucking hold it out have, on me. No, we have six gyms, 28 team members. Hey, there ain't nothing wrong with that, bro. A small business is like somebody that owns a dance studio, like one singular, not plural, six of anything. You know what I'm saying? That's like a, I think being under being under like a hundred employees or fifty employees. I think we're no, that's bullshit. I think it should go by locations. You know what I mean? And if you got six, that's like a medium-sized business owner. But that's semantics. You know what I mean? We we arguing about bullshit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Katie's still waiting for you. Katie's still waiting for you to take us to Disney World since you know you own you own gyms in Disney World. I'm ready for you. I'm ready for JB you actually know. technically owns Disney World, but that's another story for another day. Oh, what the fuck? They call it. Hey, as, as long as they freeze me with uh, with Mr. Wolf. Free, freeze me when I die. To bring me back. Ain't nobody want to freeze you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> huh? You guys know about this this story, though, right? I, I mean, they froze, like, Walt's head or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, feel, you know. I feel like we we're just missing your little brush for your little... Your little uh, Pirates of the Caribbean no, look I, you got going. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait, wait, no. wait. I had a dream after last week's podcast, okay, that I I fell out of the bed, apparently. But I had a dream that between that day and the day you came home, I grew a full-out beard. Like, I fucking just like, and when you showed up, it was like gnarly. And I woke up the next day and I was like, Damn, that was a weird fucking dream. Like, you know, we would not be opposed if there wasn't listeners of the pod who were outside of Corner Bar or waiting on JB with signs saying yeah. "Welcome Home," Ain't or no even doubt. at the L- even at the airport. You know, I mean, like, oh, no, I, no, no, no. what time does your flight land? Because we, we might we might meet you at the airport. <laughs> I think it's at like nine forty-five. Okay, everybody, okay, yeah, too late. Yeah, no, that's, I'll be yeah, that's, it might be a little too late, dog. Might be a little too late. No, I, I'll take I'll take the crowd at Corner Four Young Show though. Four thirty, let's go. It's it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a blast. I think so. I heard I heard Tyler's gonna cover around in nineteen forty two shots. Sure, why not? Alright, you heard it here first. I'm gonna hold you to that. Doesn't mean I'm taking them. I don't give a fuck you Bobby one. I'll be good with that. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's fine. I just wanna I, I wanna know who's working on Sunday. That that's key. Hey, which by the way, I've got a a, a shop price update. At Agave, okay. 1942 is $20 a shot. And at Corner Bar, I think it's $25 a shot. Just putting oh, it damn. just putting it out there into the the atmosphere. Into the you Corner know? Bar universe. Yeah, just the, just, just the atmosphere, you know what I mean? 
Hey, can, can I give a quick shout out? You know, I know that uh, we, we referred to it earlier in the podcast, but Ryan Jensen, shout out to this guy. No, he, fuck he showed that us dude. Some <laughs> Carl, I know, I know you don't, you don't love him so much, but he, he's a lovable guy. You know, he, a, a little bit. No, he's not. Right? No, he's not. I mean, he's Tyler. What's he, his number? He's lovable to me. I'll he's lovable to, to me. Let me just say that. He, he was, you know, what he was a um, uh, high school baseball head coach, right? A little bit of history there. And the guy, you know, he, he called me up. He was drunk as fuck, but that's cool. I love it. I, I think that was entertaining. He says every time he goes for a run, he listens to the pod and he's able to catch up. So shout out to that guy. Thanks for the love, Ryan. Appreciate you. Appreciate your support. And can't wait to have you on the pod. Right. I also no, want to give a shout out to. Uh, hey, hold on, to, hold on. We're actually calling Ryan right now. Let's see if he answers. Oh, what? <laughs> hey, Ryan. Hold on, hold on. Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Ryan, it's Tuesday night at 914. He's laying in bed with his daughter right now. Even better. There you go. Oh, look. You read you you probably actually reading Mother Goose right now, okay? But I know you ain't fucking sleeping, all right? So when you hear this, or when you see my missed call, this call fucking Anderson, okay? I'm not drunk like a fish. I'm drunk like half a fish, okay? So in probably 15 or 20 minutes, 30 minutes when you call back, I might be drunk like a fish, all right? But call back. We on, we live, baby. We live, all right? If you want to get some of this. Call me back. Quick shout out to Jared Babineau. Uh, I told Jared about the the, uh, the pod on Saturday at the Nichols game, and uh, he's already listened to all the episodes already. So Hell yeah, he told he told me he's a huge fan. Uh, his biggest thing was he just wanted to come on our trip next year whenever we go <laughs> to a trip somewhere. Can't blame him. I got, I got a feeling we might have a line of people. Dude, look how low that plane is. Dude, the airport's right there. I, I know, but it's kind of scary. It ain't that scary. Uh, when I fly in the private jet, I pass right over uh, the house. You heard that, right? Private jet. <laughs> it's private jet, Tyler. But dude, it's, it's all the time. Like, just I, I, I can't get used to it. But anyway, um, shout out to Jared. He, in three days, four days, whatever, he's listened to all the episodes. Told me he's a huge fan, and we definitely need to get him on the pod. Hey, for everybody out there that does listen. Like the Instagram if you don't already. Share our posts, please. We're trying to get the word out. And look, at the end of the day, we just want motherfuckers to come hang out. Like, I don't give a shit if you don't say anything. Just come hang out with us because, look, the podcast might last 45 minutes to an hour. And we usually hang out for about four or five hours. Like, we just want to hang out and drink beer or margaritas or shots or whatever the fuck is the occasion. And, and have a good time. So if you want to have a good time, come hang out with us. Bullshit a little bit. Fuck, if you want to get on the podcast, come come the fuck on. We looking for some personality, you know what I mean? Because Tyler doesn't have very much, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and if you, if, you, if you can't figure out what people with the microphone are, we are in the Reggie corner, yeah. and Carl can suck it. But yeah, anyway. Reggie, the Reggie Bush jersey in, in quarter bar. Bro. Reggie, Reggie, Reggie. Still ain't getting, still ain't getting his husband back, bro. You That's a bunch saying? of bullshit. It is. It is. Yeah, it is. Hey, wait. Speaking of Heisman, I know it's a random fucking topic, 
How come there ain't no Joe Burrow Heisman house Dude, I know. commercials? I know. What the fuck's going on? I've, I've heard that Joe Burrow is very, like... Um, he just doesn't want to do it? Yeah, I've heard, like, he doesn't do, really do a whole lot of autographs, whatever, because he knows... That this is what I heard, that he he's trying to keep himself marketable, like, when his career's over. So, like, for example, Ryan Terrio, um, I heard him on Moscone one Friday. He said, like, when the Cubs won the World Series, or the Giants won the World Series when he was with them, after the game, they gave him like a like ten or twelve baseballs to sign for like people close to them, and they give it to everybody and they sign it, and then they start giving them bats and things like that. He said he didn't sign anything but the balls that he had to sign because he knew people would have to contact him later on, and he could make more money. Because like so, if they have every single player, yeah, they don't, and, you don't so need he, you anymore. So he can no, but he can make more money because right. they need his signature. So I've heard that Joe Burrow is like, maybe not like that, but like Joe Burrow is like very hesitant to sign too many things and, and do too many too many commercials and whatever. He's too immersed in what he's doing. Which, by the way, how about the Bengals, baby? Bruh. Hey, did you see on LSU football Instagram that edit that Unreal. they did? Unreal. Between Burrow and Chase? Cause no one's better than LSU right now in social media like no. that. No, I mean, their, their social media managers... You realize it was on there before the game ended. I'm sure the, it was, the game wasn't over. Look, it was what? insane the 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 parallels between the play action Unreal. to at LSU to the Bengals. I mean, if you're doing it right, he even it, did the fucking giddy, bro. Yeah, and if you're doing it right, you're you're looking Ready, at it, you're saying, it. what did they do to work, right? And they have good receivers, they have a good running back. Now the offensive line's a joke, and I, I I'll, I'll say something about that in a second, but. They were last year too. That's look, why he got ACL. Yeah, and look, he's gonna get hurt again. I'm just telling you, he got sacked five at least five times yesterday. But but I, but I'll say this. Hey, look, three years, two, three years. Watch out. That, that's a that's a that's a big time offense right there with some big time players. And I don't care what anybody says. Joe Burrow's a big time quarterback. I hate that they're so conservative conservative on offense, but I love it at the same time. Because LaFleur, no, it's not LaFleur. Who's yes. their coach? I don't know who their coach is right off the top. Shit. Uh, LaFleur is the Zach I, I can't think of his name. But anyway, um, like, he's trying to protect him because he knows how bad their offensive line is. I think they ran the ball like 25, 30 times or whatever. Joe Burrow's a star. And Dan Olofsky even said he, he called his wife after the game and was like, we need to get our kids Joe Burrow jerseys right now. He's my favorite player in the NFL. He don't give a F. Like he, he's just tough. I'm just worried about his health. And they, need to, they need to take a uh, a Saints draft approach. Yeah. And start drafting O linemen. Well, and so they they pass up on Sewell or whatever for Jamar Chase. Well, it worked. And you know the the, the second round pick I heard. I, I don't know this because I don't pay that much attention. The second round pick they took on a lineman, I think was an actor. Yes, sir. So they whiffed. It seems like shit. They should have took Throckmorton, bro. That dude's a fucking. <laughs> that dude's a beast, bro. Actually, what I read was that coming out of college, he was real stiff, and his athletic ability wasn't there. His ability to move his hips and, and feet, and apparently he's improved drastically since that point. Cause he looked. I didn't. I'll be honest. Was watching the game. I didn't see when McCoy got hurt. I did. Yeah. So. When it when it happened, I saw Throckmorton in there, and I was like, "Man, who the fuck is this guy?" 
Because, look, I, I mean, I follow the Saints pretty regularly. Me too. I know who he was. No, I mean, I kind of know who's who and who's going to start and he, who's not going to start. He looked good. He looked great. You didn't even notice any drop-off, really. But it but it helps when it, if, you're, if you're not very um, hippish, um, if you can run the ball downhill and just get people shit. That's what the Saints did. It helps to have the two running backs ahead. I, I will say Latavius Murray scored a touchdown last night. We didn't miss anything. And – Everybody that wants a huge back, you don't need a huge back in the NFL anymore. You need, you need a slippery back who can get through holes. Kamara is not as small as people think, and neither is your boy. He's not as small as you think He's either. He's not as small. And if you, if you can push up front, who gives a shit? I, I, I know we're at the end of the pod, so we probably need to stop talking about the. But your boy is on the small side, salary-wise. That's what fucking matters for the Saints. Yeah, you know Saints got to have some changes next year. It'll be interesting. They, it will be interesting. They've been talking about maybe a secondary second-year franchise tag Marcus Williams. Because at this year, the the uh, franchise tag wasn't that bad for a safety. It wasn't bad. But who we'll knows see. what's going to happen. Man, Loomis is a fucking genius in that shit. You, you also feel I mean? like people like Malcolm Jenkins. I, I, Malcolm Jenkins, I think, has a contract coming up. You feel like guys like that will... We'll do what they got to do to stay on that team. Cam Jordan will do what he got to do to stay on that team. Man, I'll, I'll be honest yeah, with you. I, rem- I remember sitting in my wife, who was then my girlfriend, in her living room during the Saints draft when they drafted Cam Jordan. And I wasn't a huge college football guy. And I was like, man, who the fuck is this out of California? You know what I mean? How good I, of a pick was that? I didn't know who the fuck he was. And I was like, nah, that." That ain't it, dog. That ain't it, Chief. No. He came he he's it. You know what I mean? No, no, that not was only it. not only is he not only is he a good player, but he's a good representation of our team. You is Cam Jordan a Hall of Famer? I yeah. think so. I if, think he is. If he's not, is so goddamn close that I can't tell you. You know what I mean? Like, he is the definition of a run stopper and guy can get after the pass. He does not come off of the field. Yeah. He he does not come off of the like to me he is the def, he's a Hall of Famer. He's not gonna be a first ballot guy. He's not Drew Brees first ballot, but and you know, he just he's what what Tyler his career is not even I mean it's not over as of yet, but, right? So But he is a Hall of Famer right now to me. No, but you you gotta you gotta feel like man shit, that was probably at least twelve years ago that he was drafted. I was still in high school. 13 years? No, I wasn't that long. Let's look that up real quick. He's He's been in the league a, a while. Yeah, yeah, you know no, what I mean? no doubt. No doubt. I'm going to give y'all two free beers since we were closed for tonight's pod also. <laughs> hey, we move it up the chain. Two. Next is going to be three. That, that, that may just be for that one day, though, right? No, that that's probably true. All right, I'll so take it though. Cam Jordan hey, was su- Sunday. He was drafted in 2011. Okay, I thought I was still in high school. Or what? No, but it's 10 years. I mean, yeah. You gotta imagine he's getting toward the end of his career. You know what I mean? But he's still playing at an extremely high level. You know what I mean? Like he's just a, a guaranteed. You know he's gonna perform. You know he's gonna do his job. And he does it with the utmost respect. Like you never hear bad shit about. He could have. He could have made a lot more money than what he has. There's no doubt. But 
I love that dude. But like, but don't you feel like that's what Saints players are about? Like Demario Davis, could Demario Davis not have made a ton more? Yes, Drew Brees could have made more money. Like that's kind of what we've established. I felt like Demario Davis was more of a flyer when we took him. He was from the Jets, right? Came right, but he su- since signed another contract. He did. Dude, he's you. unreal. Oh, dude. He he. This is a bold statement. Drew Brees is the most important free agent sign- signing in the history of the Saints. To me, Demario Davis might be the second. From a leadership standpoint, absolutely. Production standpoint as well. No, I know, but leadership is a undeniable trade. Yeah, yeah but it, you can't quantify it. You know what I mean? You can't put it in the stats. But it's not Jameis Winston that's leading the pregame chance. It's, it's Demario Davis. You know what I mean? Like I listened to his pregame chant. They posted on Saints Instagram. And, dude, I was ready to run through a wall. You know yeah, I'm I mean? ready to fight. <laughs> I don't even fight. I, yeah. I'm ready to You're run ready. through one of my own walls that I would eventually have to fix myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it got me fucking pumped up. I'm with you. You know what I mean? But a good dude, he's a he, – look, whether you're Christian or not or whatever your religion is, he's extremely devout to his Christianity Christian, – Christian oh, beliefs and to you who know, he is. Who yeah. he is, no doubt. And you can't ask for more than that. You know what I mean? He's a leader on and off the field. And as a result, his play on the field backs that shit up. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I couldn't be more happy with him on, on, on our team. You know yeah. what I mean? I hope he has five more years left in him. You know, that's probably unrealistic, but yeah. we'll see. You know? Yeah, you, you, hey guys, you, you know what? Uh, you know who Davis reminds me of. You, you, you guys may not, uh, Carl. You you played against him, but uh, he used to lead us in when I played football at Patterson High. He used to lead us in all of our like right before the game, like just get crunk. Uh, Marcus Clark is his I, name. I he do was remember. Our, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, Marcus. Yeah, he was our middle linebacker man. And you talk about one of the most like so chill, cool guys to be around, like just normal day to day in personal life. When you got this guy in pads and a helmet, he was like a totally different cat, man. And I mean that in like the most genuine, uh, respectful way. He was an animal, bro. He would eat your fucking lunch. Um, and, and he was a, a great leader, right? So he would lead by example. He would show you how to do it. He would talk shit to the other team. And he always had your back, right? So I think uh, shout out to that guy, man. That he Davis reminds me hey, so much of him. Still, Obviously, I don't know Davis that well, but do you still have contact with him? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Brad, tell him to come on a podcast, right? Because like. I didn't really know him that well. Like, I knew who he was, and, like, we we kind of crossed paths a few times. But every time that we crossed paths, like, I'll never forget just laughing my ass off because that dude was so fucking funny. Like, I, I don't know there what he it, was. Funny. He was so fucking funny because he wouldn't, he wouldn't hesitate to call you out on your bullshit, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, like, I, I just – I remember him, like, maybe it was from uh, – was that shit senior bowl or whatever we did? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like the all star game. Yeah, just yeah, no, laughing no. my ass off at that dude because like he was he oh, was bro. so funny. So so I remember one one distinct memory from from uh, Clark was that uh, we were losing to Independence. I think it was his senior year, if I'm not mistaken. And we just got man, we just got outplayed. And uh, I remember we, we were on defense. You know, once again he was the middle linebacker. So he was the leader of our defense. 
and he kept saying, if you're scared, go to fucking church, right? <laughs> and it's like, he, he just said, nut up. Like, that's what he was trying to say. Nut up, boys, because you're about to get your, you know, your fucking season ended real quick. And that, that saying stuck in my head to this day. If you're scared, go to church, baby. Oh, yeah. And let's go. You've been... Just, you've, just, just... You've go been, ahead, sorry. You, you've been at church for the last month, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, I've been scared, bro. I've been scared of South Louisiana, and, bro. And I don't it, know what to say. No, I think you took that the wrong way, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I, I took it too personal, didn't I? Look, 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 but look, JB, I think we're all excited to get to see you next week and, you know, or this week, excuse me, and we all this count week. down the days, dog. I'm, I'm excited too, guys. I can't, can't wait to see you guys. We're going to have some fun. Come holler at us. 4:30 p.m. Corner Bar Youngsville. Sunday. We got two years on tap. My, hey guys, I, I got the two. I got the first two rounds covered. On me. After after our two free rounds, right? Oh wait, what? <laughs> Shit, I might not even have to pay anything by the time we leave there. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm only having four. <laughs> Next Sunday is going to be a quick reaction to to the Saints game. That's going to be to, good. To, oh, there ain't no doubt because it's going to be. It's going to be some hot takes that Tyler likes yeah. to give. He's a Colin Coward of, here the, of we, the pod. Here we go. He's a Colin Coward of the pod. I maybe, feel like he's taking shots at me right now. Maybe we'll get Ron to actually call us back. You know what I mean? Uh, he, he might he might call in. Whatever. He might show up. You know? But. Oh, hey. L- l- last thing. Hit us up on IG. If you got any questions, you want us to talk about anything, you want us to bring anything up, hit us up on IG. DM Please. us. It can be the dumbest. Please. It can be the dumbest shit. Like why JB brushes his beard during our <laughs> podcast. I did that once last week, man. Don't hold me to that. <laughs> I feel like it, it's look. It's definitely looking more full. You've been using your beard a while, bro. Dude, I, I have been. How'd you know? I because I know you <laughs> talked about it last week. <laughs> My bad, man. I forget that shit. It's all good. I do too. I mean. I forget everything after we record, I think. Well, look, guys, girls, boys, girls, women, children, whatever the fuck. Hide your mama, hide your wife. Hide your kids. Because <laughs> we, we coming for you. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking Only JB her. is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm happily married, so I ain't coming yes, for nobody. Yes, yes, yes. Never mind. I'm mean, just stop. Thank y'all for a beautiful evening. It finally stopped raining. Hopefully it'll stop raining for more than uh, 37 minutes, you know. Thank y'all for yes. being with us. Y'all come hang out. I'm serious. Don't have to say shit on the pod, but just come hang out with us. We, we like to drink and hang out and talk shit. Please. Thank y'all so much for myself, for the beard man, for the pessimistic ass. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. I'm just fucking with it. I had to throw that in there. I'm sorry. It's not very nice. It, it wasn't very it's nice. Tyler, I'm sorry. Nope, nope. I'm out. I'm not done. I'm out. You See call y'all me. later. You call me on Saturday. Bye! All right, bye. <laughs>